Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cervera will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. It's week six of Fruit of the Spirit. Now this series is a deep dive into the idea of spiritual fruit. And the reason we are taking this deep dive is because fruitful is the word that has been guiding us for the entire year. To kick off the year, we learn to dig our roots into the riverbank of God's living water. And it's through that connection that God can bear spiritual fruit in our lives. Because we have learned these things, here at Akuo Church, we want to be fruitful this year and every year after this. In this series, we want to show you practical applications of the fruit you receive for yourself and how you can share that fruit with other people. So during this message, I'm going to have you write down some steps towards more fruit in your life. So you, you will need to get a notebook or paper or have your notes app ready by the end of this message. We just want this series to be more than just something nice that you're going to hear about being connected to God. This is more than just like a TED talk. We're going to give you a little bit more than that. Now, this series is based around the scripture that we find in Galatians 5. There it says, The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And this week, we're going to jump into the topic of kindness. Now, for me, I've had lots of people in my life that have shown me kindness. I've had good friends, my parents have shown me kindness, siblings, aunts, uncles, of course, my beautiful wife. But as I was thinking about kindness for this talk, the one uh, uh, group of people or, or the one pair of people that popped in my head were my grandparents, my mom's parents specifically. Now, this isn't to say my, my other parents weren't kind. They were great. But while I was prepping for this material, uh, my maternal grandparents kept on popping into my head. Now, I gotta give you a little bit of context. For my mom and my dad's side of the family, I was the firstborn grandchild. So there may or may not have been a little extra excitement for me, you know, kind of a big deal. Now, not only that, but I was the only grandchild for more than five years on my mom's side of the family. And because of that, I may or may not have gotten some extra privileges. So what would happen is that I would go and spend the night at my maternal grandparents' house, and when I walked in the door, I was treated like royalty. As soon as my parents would leave, I would get this question. ¿Qué quieres, mijo? What do, you, what do you want, son? And there were times where I'd be like, uh, can we get some ice cream? And then I'd be getting into my grandpa's van, and we'd be going to Baskin Robbins. Uh, then there'd be other times where I'd be like, uh, I kind of want some cake. So my grandma would go into the kitchen, and bake me a cake. And, and my grandma would actually make that cake for my birthday every year for a very, very, very long time. I also remember like when I would stay with him, my grandpa would take me with him in the morning to his favorite taco place. And it would just be me and him sitting there at the table. And when I was younger, the only tacos I wanted were picadillo, which is just like ground beef with some potatoes in it. Uh, so I'd ask this place that we would go to um, for picadillo but they didn't have it there. So then I would just end up getting like carne guisada, which is kind of like a beef cubed kind of meat, and I didn't like it that much. So what he would do is get them to make me grilled cheeses every morning, even though it wasn't on their menu. He wanted me to be able to sit down and enjoy a meal with him. And it wasn't just about food though. I was loved and supported by them in amazing ways throughout my entire life. They were at baseball, football, and basketball games. They showed up to plays and award ceremonies and basically anything else that I was involved in. They were always there and they always showed kindness towards me. They made me feel special. 
Now, I will also say that since I was born, there were six more grandchildren added to our family, and they were all shown the same type of kindness. They were all made to feel special in the exact same ways. Now, my grandfather passed away in the early 2000s, but my grandma is still with us, and she is still showing kindness. As a matter of fact, she was there at our last in-person service and was loving on me after we got done, letting me know how great of a job I did. Now, what about you? Do you have someone that has been this to you in your life? Do you have a person that you can think about that has showed you this kind of kindness? If not, is there someone in your life that you want to show kindness to? I mean, I think we all have a relationship that we can look at in one of these ways. And as a matter of fact, the Bible talks about this kindness as well. It actually talks about it a bunch. When we get into the Jewish scriptures, which we would call the Old Testament, we see kindness all over the place. The Old Testament's original language was Hebrew, and the Hebrew word that is used for kindness is chesed. And you really gotta like get that in there, you know, to really make it work like. So chesed, chesed. Try saying that real quick with me, okay, ready? One, two, three, chesed. Now, I'll give you a second to like wipe the spit off your screen that you just spit all over the place. And while you do that, let me talk about chesed a little bit more. So this is a word that is actually literally translated into like a compound word. And, and lots of times, this, it's just two words slammed together when you see it. It's loving kindness. Yeah, just like that, loving kindness. The way the word is defined is a kindness or affectionate behavior resulting from or expressing love. So in, this is an action or behavior that happens because of or to express your love for someone or something. Now this idea is actually thought to be one of the most important ethical virtues of the entire Old Testament. The reason for that is because the word said is used more than 190 times throughout the first five books of the Old Testament. Hased is used in a variety of ways. God will show kindness to the people of Israel. People will show kindness to God. And then people will show kindness to people. The idea of loving kindness is connected to so many things. But the story I want to settle in on today is found in the Old Testament book, uh, 2 Samuel. It actually connects to one of the stories we talked about last week. So remember the moment last week where we saw the first king of Israel, Saul. He lost his blessing. And he was told that God was choosing a new king, a man that was after God's own heart. Well, the king that would be chosen was a man named David. And David was the youngest son in a family and was the one that was left in the field to be the shepherd, which was like the lowest position in a family business. Even so, David was the one that God chose. One of the blessings that David was able to receive was making his way into the king's servants. David got a chance to deal directly with King Saul. And through that, he was able to become friends with Saul's son, Jonathan. And as the story continues, King Saul wants David dead once he realizes that David will be king someday. And it's Jonathan that learns of this plan. So Jonathan goes to help his buddy, and they say goodbye to each other. You know, Jonathan's like, hey, got to give you the heads up. David's like, okay, cool, I got to go. Uh, but not before first making an oath to each other. This is how Jonathan described the oath in their goodbye. First Samuel says this. At last, Jonathan said to David, go in peace, for we have sworn loyalty to each other in the Lord's name. The Lord is the witness of a bond between us and our children forever. This is actually a form of chesed. This loyalty and love for a friend is a way that chesed could be expressed. Now let's fast forward in the story a little bit. Saul and Jonathan both die in a battle with the Amalekites. 
Most people in the kingdom knew that David was the one that lots and lots of people wanted to be king. Not only that, David was someone chosen by God to be king. And because of these thoughts, people figured it would be David that would take over next. Now, in these times, when there was an exchange of power from like one crown to another, bad things would happen. A new king would come in and clear out the old bloodline. They would make sure that no one else had a claim on the throne they were sitting on. Because of that, we see this happen in 2 Samuel. Saul's son Jonathan had a son named Mephibosheth, who was crippled as a child. He was five years old when the report came from Jezreel that Saul and Jonathan had been killed in battle. When the child's nurse heard the news, she picked him up and fled. But as she hurried away, she dropped him and he became crippled. So we know that there is a lone male survivor in Saul's family. There is one person left in the bloodline that can make a legitimate claim for the throne of Israel. So keep that in mind. Now, after David became king, he started asking around to people that knew the kingdom very well. So David called in one of the servants that worked with Saul on a regular basis. And he asked this. This question in 2 Samuel. There it says, The king then asked him, Is anyone still alive from Saul's family? If so, I want to show God's kindness, chesed, to them. Zeba replied, Yes, one of Jonathan's sons is still alive. He is crippled in both feet. Where is he? David asked. So the word that is used here when David says he wants to show God's kindness is what? said he wants to show loving kindness to the descendants of Saul, to Jonathan's son. David wants to continue to hold up his end of the covenant to Jonathan. Now remember, it wasn't just about them two, but their children as well. So the next step David takes is sending for Mephibosheth. Let's look at how this turned out. So David sent for him and brought him from Maker's home. His name was Mephibosheth. He was Jonathan's son and Saul's grandson. When he came to David, he bowed low to the ground in deep respect. David said, greetings, Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth replied, I am your servant. So this seems like a fairly basic way that someone might greet a king, right? Take a bow, let them know you are their servant. However, this is a little different. Remember the situation. Mephibosheth is the last of Saul's bloodline, a man who tried to kill David on multiple occasions, a man who turned David into an outlaw. Saul's manhunt made David hide in the wilderness in caves for extended periods of time just so he could save a life. So now, here is Mephibosheth, summoned to the palace. He knows how this goes down. Normally the new kings want that bloodline ended just to make sure the threat is done. So imagine, that Mephibosheth, what he's thinking and how he's feeling when he goes down and says, I am your servant. It's not just like a calm, like, hey, I'm your servant. I imagine that he's throwing himself before the king and saying, I am your servant. Uh, and basically he's saying, I'm here for you. I, I don't want anything to do with the throne. Please just don't kill me. I, I'm your servant. Just do whatever you want. Just please don't kill me. Now, what makes me think that is the way that David responds to Mephibosheth. Let's go back to 2 Samuel. Don't be afraid, David said. I intend to show kindness, chesed, to you because of my promise to your father, Jonathan. I will give you all the property that once belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will eat here with me at the king's table. Mephibosheth bowed respectfully and exclaimed, Who is your servant that you should show such kindness, chesed, to a dead dog like me? And from that time on, Mephibosheth ate regularly at David's table like one of the king's own sons. 
So here's the deal. The chesed that David shows to Mephibosheth is over the top amazing. Not only that, he's not getting executed, right? But he's also getting his grandfather's property. Mephibosheth, someone that was thought of as less than because of his feet, someone that was part of a disgraced bloodline was called to have a seat at the table of God's chosen king. The chesed that David walked around with allowed him to reach out to someone and pour out blessings. David, this for a son because he promised it to a father. This is where we find ourselves as well. As Christians, as followers of Jesus, as children of God the Father, we are called to do the same. When we decide to follow Jesus and we say we will follow him the best way we can, we basically enter into a covenant with God. We accept all the ways Jesus lived as the example for how we live our lives. Jesus, just like David, showed chesed, loving kindness to the children of the Father. So because of all that, we are called to do the same. He is our example. We are called to show chesed to our father's family, to our father's creation. We are called to show loving kindness to everyone we come across. We are called to show loving kindness to our friends and our enemies. We are called to show loving kindness to people that are on the left and people that are on the right. We are called to show loving kindness to people that are Christians and people that are not. We are called to show loving kindness to people that think Whataburger is the best fast food burger in the world. And we are called to show that loving kindness even to people who think In-N-Out is the best burger, even though they are so clearly deceived. (laughs) Okay, now I really need you to hear this last one. We are called to show loving kindness to people that will wear their mask in public and to those who don't want to. We don't get to pick and choose. At Akuo Church, we will show kindness to everyone. That's actually our big idea for today. Show kindness to everyone. Show kindness to everyone. When we are able to listen to God through his word, we will be able to plant our roots deep into his living water and have the spiritual fruit of kindness born into our lives. If it were just up to us, we would fail. There's so many people that we don't like that we don't want to show kindness to. We have such biases against all kinds of people. We can't make that fruit happen, but God can. He can give you the spiritual fruit to hand over to the person that you are on the polar opposite of an issue for. He can help you reach across that issue. He can help you connect to someone that you disagree with so strongly. So this brings us to our practical part for today. If you're gonna take some notes, now is the time. So what I want you to do is this. Think about someone that you might be at odds with. Think about that person in your life that just makes you crazy. Did you get a picture of that person in your head? Okay, good. Now write this down. I will do something kind for that person that you just saw in your head. Write that down. It might be someone you know, It might be a family member, it might be someone you work with, or maybe it's someone you don't really know but like is in your life somehow. Whoever it is, you need to show them loving kindness in some way, shape, or form. Maybe you bring in the trash cans for that annoying neighbor. Maybe you send an Amazon care package to a family member. Maybe you send some like Tiff Treats cookies to a coworker. Or maybe you just spend some time praying for someone that gets under your skin this week. Whatever it is, 
You just have to do it. Connect to God and allow him to bear that fruit in your life. Now think back on Mephibosheth. He got a ton of blessings handed over to him. And these blessings didn't happen because Mephibosheth was such a good person. We actually don't know anything about how he treated people or lived his life. All we know is that he was Jonathan's son and that he couldn't walk. That's it. So we couldn't know his good deeds. We couldn't count how good of a person he was. These blessings didn't happen because Mephibosheth was like incredibly accomplished. Again, in that day, in that society, he had to have like a fully functioning body and it didn't happen. Also, we don't know what he did with his life. These blessings didn't happen because of anything Mephibosheth did. Rather, all of these blessings happened to him because of who his father was. And it's the same for us in this world. We don't get blessings in our lives because we are all the best people in the world. I'm your pastor. And I know that I haven't done enough good deeds to deserve anything in this world. We don't get blessings in our lives because of the job we have or the money we do or don't make. We get blessings in our lives because of who our father is. We get blessings in our lives because of who our family is. Just like my grandparents, they love me and my siblings and my cousins because we are family. God actually set up a way for us to become a part of his family. Let's take a look at that in Galatians 4. There it says, But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. And because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God has made you his heir. In this world, we are considered nothing more than slaves or servants. However, God, through his loving kindness, made a way for us to be transformed. In the same way David turned Mephibosheth from a servant laying on the ground begging for his life to someone that sat at the king's table like one of David's sons. This is the transformation that God has provided for all of us. Now, for some of us watching or listening right now, we haven't allowed God to transform us in this way. Now, if you're someone that wants to go from a servant to the child of a king, then I wanna encourage you to have a conversation with God today. We would just call that a prayer. When you sit down and have a simple conversation with God, you can be transformed. That's all you have to do. There isn't anything else that needs to happen for God to transform you and your life. So if you wanna do that, we're gonna pray and talk with God. Now, I'm gonna ask that everyone bows their head as we pray this prayer, not just the people that are doing this for the first time, because here at Akuo, in this community, nobody prays alone. No one has to do life by themselves. So if you wanna to connect to Jesus and be transformed by God, I just want you to pray a very simple prayer with me today. Just follow along with me like this. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for your sacrifice for me. I know I don't deserve it, but thank you. And right here, right now, I declare that I believe in you, Jesus, and I wanna follow you in the best way I know how. Amen. Now let's keep all of our heads bowed right now. And if you've been a believer in Jesus for the last five seconds or the last five decades, five decades, and you want to see more chesed, 
more loving kindness be given to you in your life, I want you to pray something like this with me. Father, I ask that you would bear more fruit in my life. Father, I ask that you would remind me of the person that I used to be and show me the person that you have called me to be. Today, I ask that you would bear kindness in my life. I ask that you would give it to me so I can get through my days, but also so I can hand it to people that I love and also hand it to people that I don't love. Thank you for everything. Thank you for Jesus. Amen. Okay, guys, next week we're going to continue in our series, Fruit of the Spirit, and we will be talking about goodness. I cannot wait to share this message with all of you, so please feel free to invite your friends and family to watch this along with you. Also, I want to remind you that if you are comfortable, we will continue to meet in person at the pavilion across the street from our building at 10 a.m. next Sunday. At these outdoor services, we will continue to wear masks and keep our distance. We will be showing chesed to the people around us, whether there is a mandate or not. Now, if you aren't ready to be a part of our in-person messages, you are welcome to continue to watch us online. We want to provide the best product we can to you, no matter where you are. Next, I want to talk about how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. We know that when you trust God with your finances, there is great blessing. And really, when you trust God with anything, there's great blessing. Now, I'm not saying that when you trust God with your finances that you're gonna get like a lottery ticket in the mail for a million dollars. That's not how it works. But the way it does work is anytime you give something over to God, you will experience blessing in that arena. You experience a peace knowing that if you are trusting God to take care of you, this could be the way that things will happen in the future in great blessing. So we want you to grow closer to God by exercising this very practical discipline. Now that might not be a possibility for you right now. Things might be really tough for you and your family. And if things are tough, we want to show chesed to you guys. We wanna be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs some chesed from the church, please let us know. For that, all you have to do to go, is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send an email to me directly at humby.sedveta at akuo.church. You can call or text the church directly also at 210-901-8785. Now, if you're willing to tithe here at Akuo Church, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. When you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text-to-tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text AKUO, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. If you don't want to give electronically, we also have our P.O. Box available if you would like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to P.O. Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. Now, one last thing. I want to just remind you guys about our Zoom group every Wednesday night at 7.30. Now this is a great way for us to get together and hear about how God is bearing fruit in us and how we can share it with one another. For all the links to the Zoom group, all you have to do is jump into our social media pages or jump onto our website. Okay guys, that's all that we have for you today. And I just want you to know, like I let you know every single week that I love you all and I'm praying for all of you all week long. So before we go, let me just pray over you one last time. So Jesus, 
As everyone clicks off their browser, turns off their TV, and puts away their phone, I ask that you would continue to speak to them, that you would continue to allow them to listen, that you would lead them, Lord, by empowering them to have fruit and just grow fruit in their lives, grow this kindness, and let them link to their community with this kindness, Lord. I thank you for who you are and how you love us, and we're just so grateful to not only be servants of yours, Lord, but to sit at your table. Thank you for everything. We love you, and we pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. We'll see you on Wednesday at Zoom Group. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.